<laughs> I would just teach bitches how to be that bitch. I would teach game to bitches, even with the song with Jug Hart. I taught a bitch a whole sex education lesson within a couple of seconds. You feel me? And it's really crazy because I really did teach somebody a lesson in person and they nigga tapped in like, I don't know what you showed her, but thank you, like type shit. Yo, shout out to my boy Delano. You can find him on social media at BackpackBoy313. Go check out his movement, the Put Your People On movement. Now, you know you've heard Eastside Agro shout this out a thousand times. That's because he's part of this movement. Go check out the Put Your People On movement. Uh, you can go to www.thelionnation.com uh, to check out more merchandise and check out what this movement is all about. Chilling with Brea right now. Um, I I've seen a lot of your interviews and I listen to a lot of your music actually. I think you're super super talented. I know uh, the female artist in Detroit right now is hectic right now. Everybody is trying to get to the top. Yeah. There's not room for too many, and there's only so many talented female artists in Detroit. Your name comes up a lot in that conversation. Period. Talk about uh, the journey you've had uh, so far starting off with your music career. Well, first off, I want to touch something. Mm -hmm. You said there's not room for too many. I disagree. That's the problem. That's why they be competing now. But um, you said when I first started. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the beginning of the career. Now, I know Heartbreak was a huge influence on why you even got into the studio in the first place. So talk about that first moment where it's like, I got to talk about this on a record. Um, Basically, like like I've said in other interviews, um, when I did some wild shit over something that somebody I was in a relationship with did that really had an impact on me wanting to rap. So I was just sitting there just mad still, and I just um, started to rap, and that's just what happened. I made a freestyle, and it went viral, so it was up from there. But my first song didn't reflect on that. My first song was um, it's called What's Up? I was beefing with them there the whole east side. I was always fighting, so I was kind of taunting them in the song, like, what's up? Like, I just was on that, but I didn't really know my lane. I didn't know where I wanted to B, I had to really develop as an artist and go through shit to find my lane. So So the first time going into the studio, did you really expect anything from it? It sounds like you didn't expect people to uh, engage with it and for it to go viral or anything like that. Well, actually, the one um, that went viral, the freestyle, was my closet. I definitely did not expect that. That went viral, more viral than the song that I actually dropped after that. But the song that I dropped after that, it was months later, and it had nothing to do with heartbreak. It was just... Basically, how I was at the time, I was very raunchy and just like on tip with everybody. So the song reflected that. You don't seem like a violent type of person at all. I'm guessing I'm just like misreading it, or was that your past life, or was that like old news type stuff? I'm a firecracker. Still, I'm like trying to work on it, but like, yes, I'm I'm still the same person. I think I just I don't fight as much. Like, look at these nails. I can't even make a fist. Like this, this, these nails cost too much to fight somebody <laughs> and it hurts. It hurts really bad when you fight with these nails. So I don't be trying to fight. I'm trying to be a pretty girl. I'm trying to just grow as an artist. Like I'm not even trying to fight no hoe. Right. Talk about baby Braille. Like when you were coming up, uh, talk about upcoming and was entertainment always the lane for you? Was it always the thing that you knew you were going to do? Oh yeah. It's videos. Well, I don't want people to go look for it, but I used to like, I was like, um, on the dance team. I always did like talent shows. Like I always knew I wanted to be on the scene, but I just didn't know what to do. Cause I know how to dance. I know how to rap. I used to sing when I was a kid, but a bitch can't sing no more. So don't even ask me. Well, I think people say I can, but I think they be lying, you know, cause people just don't be know how to tell you the truth. Like I can't fucking sing no more. Mm. Sound horrible. So growing up, it's entertainment is automatic. There wasn't school in mind. There wasn't any kind of like, oh, I'm going to go. I got a degree. Okay. So talk about how it came from the point of I got to go live a normal life first before I get to music or how did it kind of play out? Actually, I just got a degree to prove a point. Um, 
when I was going to school, I tried to force it on myself. This is before I even thought about rapping. I changed my major like five times, and I'm like, damn, nothing is really interesting me. And then when I was like a um, sophomore, I started rapping. So I just got the degree, like, fuck it. You can do both for real. So it's like kind of like I had a point to prove to my son. I only had one child at the time, and I just wanted my son to see, like, even if he chose to do something else other than school, you can have a degree behind you and have that as a backup plan, but you can still chase your dreams and do what you want to do, work for yourself. So. Yeah, I saw, I saw you talk about that in an interview uh, people who have children and obviously they're trying to maintain business life right. and with with the music and it just always falls apart somewhere how are you able to manage it all i mean it get hard but i got the hunger in me and then like um for for a while like my confidence was broken so i wasn't even consistent i've never been consistent with rap this is probably the most consistent i've ever been like I would drop a song, a year later drop something else. So it's my first time taking it serious, so I'm just ready to go for it. And, like, the hair, the following comes with, like, the following, all this shit sell. Like, this jacket is for my brand as well. Like, people just see me with it. They like the way I wear it or the way I do it, and they want it. And mm. it's just that. Yeah. Um, making Getting a degree to prove a point is fucking interesting as hell. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, almost kind of borderline crazy. If you, if you I am me. crazy. No, for real, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm really like retarded. Like the stuff I think about, I'm not gonna lie. I'm real life retarded. Like people, the certain stuff I come up with, like even in relationships, the stuff that I school my bitches on and my people on, they be like, "You crazy?" And I really think I am because all it took was one family member to talk shit about me when I got well. Actually, we was poor as dirt, and one of my family members told somebody else like she gonna get pregnant young. And I did get pregnant young. So now I had to prove a point. Like, all right, bitch. Like, let me go ahead and show you something. So now it's just like, I'm the only one in my family with a degree. So. Uh, up The upbringing, were your parents supportive of your direct, the directions you were taking? Yeah. My mom felt like I was trying to do too much. Because at one time I had three jobs. And I, I was going to school full time. And my son is a heart patient. So she was just like, calm the fuck down. Like, you're doing too much. Like. So I was really trying to do too much at one point, and she, that's the only time she disagreed with me and told me, like, you need to sit down. What's the difference now between when you weren't being consistent and now? Like, what flipped the switch for you? Why would you waste all that talent? Like, even with, I know it don't matter to some people about writing your music, but I really can rap. And some people tell me, like, humbly speaking, you have the whole package. Why are you not consistent? Or it's people that wish, like, for instance, it would be a fire-ass rapper, but they can't they're not marketable or something like that. Like they, people be telling me you got the package, you got the looks, you got the sound, you got the lyrics, like why are you not doing it? And when I started to sit back, I'm like, damn, I'm holding myself back for real. Like, why am I not doing it? Like what's holding me back? They say like you let everybody else down when you don't use your full potential. It's not just yourself. Hell yeah, my family banking on me. My mom send me shit every day. That's like so expensive. She'd be like, when you make it, I want this. And my family know they tell me like you gonna make it. You're gonna do it. Like you, you like everybody that come across my music always tell me that. So it's just really me. Like I gotta prove everybody right. I got people rooting on me, for, rooting for me for real. So I really gotta do it. Was there a certain moment uh, besides the music going viral that really stamped for you? That's like okay, I got this in the bag. I can move forward and really trust that the bag will be there for me at the end. Every single time, no matter how inconsistent I am, I drop. I get a response. So that just shows me, like, damn, people fuck with me. Like, I don't have the biggest fan base, but I have the best. I always say that. Every single time I drop, I get a response. Like, on my post, every post is thousands of shares, literally. Like, and I always watch um, the the public reshares. You know how you can see who put it on their story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I just be looking at the stuff people saying. It's like, damn, some people wish they was in my position. And I always beat myself up about where I'm at. But like, damn, are you really working hard to get to where you want to be? Like, what did you do to make you feel like you? I feel so entitled sometimes. And I have to humble myself and just be like, you got to work. You felt like you got it too fast. And that's why it's kind of harder to reciprocate it, maybe. I don't even think I have it yet. Like, oh, at first, I mean, no, you, I mean, you got a fan base. I mean, you're. Oh, no, yeah. I got the fan base. Um, I don't actually I don't think I um got it fast. Looking back, I thought I was the shit when I wasn't on shit. Like, I really thought the little shit I was doing was something, and it's not. Like, I just felt like I really had to just go forward. Like, I'd just be gassing myself. I was gassing myself up way too much when I first came out. But now it's like I'm underestimating myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can see it in the numbers, though, right? Like, when you go on social media, I know you don't pay attention too much to Instagram. I know you were talking, I watched an interview where you were talking about everything else. The streams matter more for, so for you, but yeah. people would kill to have the social engagement. The engagement you have with the least amount of, fo- like, the low, you're, you have, like, what, in the 30s, the 40s range? 40, almost 50. Okay, uh, sorry. Yeah, so, so about the 40, 50. So, like, but the engagement is of the 100 to 200,000 follower page. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it, is. it shows you that your supporters are very, very in tune with you. Talk about your supporters a little little bit talk about how you feel like you uh gra- have them gravitate towards Bro, you i love pretty gang i think um i represent every female like when i did my um first ep toxic and i don't know if you've seen a cover of it it was like a widow a bridesmaid like a tomboy type of bitch and a slut <laughs> and the, the album the little ep reflected on all of that so i really touched everybody like you know everybody ain't on that gangster shit but there is the wifey type of bitches or there is the slutty ass bitches or the tomboys or the angry ass bitches that just want a nigga dead like all of my little personalities in my head just touched everybody and they fucked with it and i i don't rap cap so i guess that's why people grasp to my music because it's like it's easy to get everybody attention when you tell them the truth right on um you're talking about multi-personalities. Do you feel like you have multi-personalities? Or does it only come out through the music? No. No? I'm innocent. Okay, all right, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, obviously there's a lot of female... We, we were going to get into the discussion earlier. Uh-huh. There's a lot of female artists trying to take it to the top right mm-hmm. now. And the only reason I said that is because everybody is rapping about the same shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's only so much room people are going to... Real people in from like right. sex is like the number one thing. Female artists are all talking about sex twenty four seven. But what do y'all want us to talk about? So let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, that's a good subject. Uh, do you feel like there's more room? Do you feel like you? Um, what do you feel like? Do you feel pigeonholed as a female artist? Like you have to talk about certain things, or do you feel like you have all the room right now and people are gonna gravitate towards it? If I was sliding down blocks, I would rap about that. Mm. I don't give a fuck about what people think about it. If I was doing it, I would say it. Like, I always talk about shit I would do because in my head I would. You never know until you're in a situation. But I rap about heartbreak and freaky shit, but I'm really that. Like, people that know me know, like, oh, yeah, that's you. And I do have a short temper and I get crazy, like, a lot. So my music really reflects me. So I feel like people talk about the shit they in. If I was a scammer, I'd be talking about that. Like, if that was my full-time job, I'd be selling drugs, I'd be talking about that. Like, I would talk about anything I'm doing. So, I feel like the female rappers see the shit other people getting off with doing, and they try to do it. And I guess that's why it don't work, because everything is not for everybody. Right. Like, if you sound like a damn man, you trying to sell sex, we not buying it. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because, like, a lot of female artists are talking about gangbanging and stuff. When you can meet them in person and know, like, you have nothing to mm-hmm. do with that life. You you don't have to rap about that because the men, men are already kind of doing that. You know what I'm right. saying? If you live that life, though, it's different, like you're but saying. But all these niggas rap about the same thing. And what kills me is these niggas quick 
to talk shit about us. Like, nigga, what you want us to rap about? Do y'all really want to hear about how I got a degree? Y'all gonna play that shit? Do y'all relate? I can rap about having kids. Is that flattering? But I'm just saying, I I will rap about some kids now. But I'm just saying, like, what else do they want us to talk about? Then, like, they be wanting us to just be so fucking perfect. Like, y'all niggas be biting these niggas shit. Like, it's very few niggas who come out with their own lane. So it's like, they be quick to jump on our shit. Tell us who we sound like or why we talking about this or we don't have content. Like, I really hate that. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, Obviously, you know, you're sticking to your guns with it and you're not going to, you know, sway off into a... Like, there's a lot of rappers, female rappers out there that are just trying to... uh, What's the word for it? They know what the the public wants and they try to cater towards it. And I don't feel like you're trying to take that direction. No. I'm trying to... Honestly, I'm trying to do what... I do, no, I get what you're saying, though, because you do want to cater to the audience. But the problem is, females be trying to cater to these niggas. They not about to play your song at a party or when they with all they niggas unless they talking about how you look in the video, if you attractive or something. It's a few females a nigga might throw on, like, this bitch hard, but she got to damn near be one of the niggas type shit. But if we a sexy, you think a nigga just wide around listening to me? Like, I doubt it. Like, all I talk shit about is niggas. So, who the fuck? What, what, y'all about to play my shit for? But I do got the females. Those the ones that's going to record pretty videos, tagging me and doing shit like that. Like, they going to support me. These niggas, even if they think I'm sweet, they ain't about to tag me in videos, lip singing my music or rapping it. Like, uh, Talk about the clan you have. Uh, this gang of girls. Pretty gang? Yeah, talk about the gang of Whole girls. A whole lot of cute you, shit. Like, yeah. I just love them. Like, that's what I just call my, friend, uh, my fan base. Like, I made my Instagram in 2012. I wasn't active for years, but... My name has always been Pretty Bray on every single social media. You would never find me with no other name. So when I started rapping, I was actually calling them Dawes because my um, hair extensions company. But I realized we have Dawes. So it's just the pretty gang. Like, just keep it simple and cute. Like, that's just the squad. That's just it. How do you gather these girls together to follow your movement? Like, do you talk to them personally? Or is there no, just like they, a something? I just make music and they can relate and they tag me. And then sometimes I DM. Like, I'm not bougie at all. The way to get me to respond, literally, is to tag me in music. Once I see you fucking with me, I will fuck with you. Mm. If you don't tag me in music, you hit me up on some stupid shit, let's work. Or I want to do a song with you. You're not talking about no nothing. Like, get my attention is seeing your face, listening to my music, and tagging me. That's how I respond. And then they just message me about random shit sometimes, and I reply. But my DM slaps, so I don't reply to every single message. But for they understand sure. that. Yeah, for sure. You probably get thousands a day. Just yeah, half of them guys, half of them. I wouldn't them. say thousands, but I do get like hundreds a day for, for sure. sure. Um, that's awesome that you have that group though, like that following, those kind of cult following, if you will. Not yeah. not literally, but whatever. Um, talk about what could you? What would you want to tell them right now, as far as appreciation or anything like that's concerned? Or if, would you want to say anything to them like publicly? Like, yeah. Yes, like. I fuck with y'all, but y'all not streaming enough. Y'all not streaming enough. Y'all not putting enough people hip. Like, I need y'all to stay on that shit. No, but I really do love Pretty Gang, though, for real, because they rock with me. Like, they they rock with me. Like, they support me like crazy. And then the fact that you guys, even a couple other interviewers told me, like, we noticed your following is crazy or your um, supporters is crazy. Like, that just shows they doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. They doing the right thing. Period. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're getting the reciprocation you deserve from Detroit itself as far as all the platforms and even the rankings that they put out and all that stuff as a female artist? I think the blogs fuck with me and I fuck with them. 
the ones that really fuck with me and I know why they, you know, ranking me and shit like that. Like they really see the movement and they respect what's going on. But like our city, I don't feel like they fuck with me enough, like at all. I feel like I'm still fighting for a household name when it shouldn't be that. Like I'm already stamped for real and I'm not even being cocky. Like, do you think there's something more you could do to make that happen, or do you think there's something going on? I just gotta on? work. Shit, okay. you can't be mad at nobody. Like, it just is what it is. I just feel like the city be so dick sucked out sometimes. Like, even when I notice they'd do some shit, like, for instance, our gangster rappers, they'd tell them bitches they whack, all that. But another bitch from a different city come out sounding like us doing what we do, talking about what we do. They dick suck. Oh, she hard as fuck. They blow up off our shit, but y'all ain't even supporting our females like that. You feel me? I don't like shit like that, but. I think it's just with all of us female artists, like we really all, like you said, just trying to get to the top for real. Yeah, I mean, if you really name like the top girls in Detroit right now, it's really hard to say the top top, like the top tier. Like you would say Cash Doll, and then like the list kind of like branches after that, like where it goes. You know, there's another tier and then another tier and all mm -hmm. that shit like that. Um, and I feel like you're getting close. You can get close to the top and then eventually you'll hit the top. You know what I'm saying? Just, and they and I will. Yeah, the consistency. They gonna watch this interview and they gonna see. Yeah. Um, what artists do you look like uh, look at in the industry that are female artists that you kind of um, have that love for or kind of want to reach out to or have reached out to that you feel needs that support as well? Like need the support? Not needs it, but like, or do you do you feel like th there's any female artists out there that you think should have some more support? Like, um, it is a lot of females in the city that I feel like need or should have more support, but because of how females change, I'm not gonna say anybody's name. Yeah, you're not gonna hook anybody no not even that like i really fuck with and support all the females in the city that's they know who they is they fuck with me right now but i swear like it's been females names that i've been said in interviews and that shit changed quick i had to call people up a hey, crop her out before the interview even dropped so it's like i'm not even gonna say no names because i really be fucking with the female artists but i do notice a lot of them do not fuck with me like, it seems like in my head that I'm a lot of people's competition when really I'm trying to work and do the shit that these niggas doing. Like, if you notice all the niggas that's popping, they kind of putting each other on or just helping each other, doing features and linking up and shit like that. I want it to be like that, but it's just not. So it Yeah, because you is. see these guys go out to California all together and they're like... They're that's the what I'm saying. Like, it's like with the bitches, it's always such and such better than you. And the fans do it too. They, you know... But whatever, like, you got to be a dumb bitch to really just feed into what the fans talking about. They going to do that anyway. They do it with the niggas, but you see, they still locked in. Like, the females just be feeling so threatened by a bitch where she can go. Her potential. Like, that's what I feel like. The females is really... Even some of these famous people that look up, that I know that see me, like, it's like people won't tap in with you because people are scared of what you can become. Not saying anybody specifically. I just do notice a little certain thing. Like, the females don't really show love here or just anywhere for real. They know who you is and they won't say shit to you like until you get up there, I guess. And I will be. So Yeah, once you reach the top, that's when everybody wants to say exactly. what's up and, and shout it out. Talk about all oh, your relationship with Javar. Talk about that relationship a little bit. That's my baby daddy. Uh, did he help you at all with the music career? And, of course. Uh, and he was my biggest supporter from day one. Like, he was my biggest supporter. Like, he definitely just... He's always there in my corner to just, like, tell me or just pick me up when I'm down type shit or when I'm knocking myself. He always just want to remind me, like, you feel me? But as far as... He's just so harsh. Like, if I make a song that I think is sweet, he'll just be like... Or if he don't like it, he'll be like, that shit weak. <laughs> or, like, no, I don't like it. Like, I just be hating that dry-ass shit. I'm like, damn, so it's not no part. 
Like, you don't like nothing of this shit. Like, I really worked hard on this shit. He'd be like, put more bars. You ain't say any metaphors. Put bars. I'd be like, oh, my God. I say bars in every song. Do I got to do this one, really? He's like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's an awesome mentor to have, obviously. He's been through the whole industry. Yeah. Forwards and backwards and everything like that. Um, now, you guys, do you guys do, do more entertainment stuff? And how do you guys do the collab? Do you guys like to collaborate as a relationship artist? We or? be arguing. Okay. But we like to do songs together because the people like our songs that we make together. But, like, behind the scenes, like, he literally taught me how to record myself, how to damn near mix my own music because he hated recording me. I'm, You know how I was before this interview just started. It's ten times worse. Oh, shit. Like, I'd be like, what you think about that part? Should I say it again? He'd be like, should you say it again? Do you like it? It's your song. Like, it sounds the same to me. He would say all that, and I'd be like, so you just don't have no thought about it. We used to argue about it, so now I just record myself. Do you think there's uh, a lot of artists that are obviously in relationships and, like, it always is difficult because you're both dealing with different, you know, you're both famous or you both have fame or whatever you want to call it. Because I know you're not going to say you're famous even though you are or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I am. I know. But so basically, is it hard to maintain that, though, when both people are celebrities in the city? Not not really. It's just I'm very self-centered. So um, I'm very selfish sometimes. So he likes to remind me, like, you're being selfish. But I just feel like, all right, nigga, you already there. Now help me get there, like, type shit. But he really... He would not do that type of shit. Like, he would help you, of course, post your shit, even plug you with a couple connections, but do it for you? Fuck no. Like, the nigga would teach you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And he taught me how to do the shit myself, so I don't have to keep asking him. Do you guys ever think about doing, like, the TikTok stuff together? Or do you guys Oh, do my it? God. I Like, I literally kept asking this nigga. He gave in on one TikTok that I asked, can we do? And he didn't even do it yet because I haven't brought it up. But he like, I'm not a TikTok ass nigga. I don't dance. I don't do this shit. I don't da da da. I'm a real street. Like he just be like, I don't. And like behind the scenes, that's really how he is. He don't do that TikTok shit. None of that little fruity shit. Niggas do selfies and record themselves rap. He don't do none of that. For people that are in relationships that are both, you know, in the celebrity status, uh, talk about the best way to manage it and make sure that it works out. I honestly just feel like you should mix business and pleasure. Like, I just don't because you clash so much and y'all can really be beefed out about some shit, like, over some stupid shit. Like, it's just not even worth it. Like, you should just keep it separate if you can. I mean, if you don't have a choice, you don't have a choice. But other than that, it's kind of lit. It's lit. Like, it's cool. I like the fact that um when he used to do shit, bitches would tell on him. And they would DM me, like, they, because they know me. So, bitches would tell us, or they be such fucking fans that they want me to know shit. I love that part. Mm-hmm. All them hoes be fans. You got spies everywhere and shit. All them hoes be fans. Like, every time, I, well, I, not now, but when we first started, every time I caught him doing shit, them hoes was fans. So I used to be like, <laughs> Right now, you know, there's only a handful of female artists, like we said, in the industry, and everybody's trying to get to the top. But uh, what do you feel like separates yourself from everybody else? I got my own lane. Like, um, when I first started talking at threesome shit and I was really making that shit pop, like my first um, freestyle, I don't know if you saw it, it's the Tatiana one I did um, with DJ BJ Lando. Like, I don't hear nobody talking like that. And that's before I really knew who Meg was. That's when I first got hit. Everybody was tagging her. Like, you should check her out. She wasn't really that known. So I started doing that. And then that heartbreak shit, that's another lane nobody was in. Mm-hmm. So... That's what makes me different. Like, I really found my own lane. 
Yeah. Heartbreak music is like, uh, you know, like you're saying, not a lot of female artists are really tapping into that bass too mm -hmm. much because they think that the gangster shit's the way to go. Now, you talk about um, your friends being kind of an influence for some of your lyrics and stuff yeah. like that. It's not always just about you. It's about right. what you see around you. Right. Um, does it make it easier? Does it make it harder to base it off somebody else's story? No, because... I know how to turn that shit into... My, well, like, the shit that I've seen is some shit that I done been through. So it's, like, so easy for me to just make it my lyrics. Yeah. Well, if you're a professional on Heartbreak, right, mm -hmm. uh, what's ca what causes Heartbreak? Is it you're just totally in love with somebody and the reciprocation isn't there? Or is it you were just long together for so long? What really makes it where it's like, fuck, I'm hurt. I'm really down right Cause now. Because you expect too much from people. Like, at the end of the day, everybody is single until married. So it's like you expect so much from these niggas when these are niggas, they young. Like they don't no nigga want to just be for you when they in they prime. Like, really, you expect too much. And I think bitches is going to be mad. But I, I ain't going to lie. Like when I started, I'm the one who asked, first of all. But anyway, when I started having threesomes with my nigga, I would never like if I caught him cheating on me. Right. And I found out he fucked somebody else. I can't cry about it because I watched you do it in my face. So now I'm good. But if you hear I fuck somebody else, you're going to be hurt. Mm. So it's like the way I went about it for my own sanity is just the how I did it. Plus, I'm bisexual anyway, so it just worked out for me. But I just feel like bitches expect too much from niggas. Like, don't like her pictures. Don't follow her. Don't These niggas going to sneak their Instagram Instagram is niggas, so they like, damn, my bitch catching me. So they the made vanishing mode and shit for niggas to sneak. So it's like, stop expecting so much from these niggas. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. They expect too much. Y'all expect too much from us. I ain't got and y'all expect too much. Like, why do a nigga want a bitch to cook and clean and she ain't got no ring? Like, what is you doing? Is that an expectation for you if you're going to move forward with somebody? Like, everything has to be set in stone and all that shit? What or, you mean? Like, let's say, when do you... Make yourself fully obligated to somebody. It has to be marriage. Well, <laughs> I think for the average couple, yes. But with my nigga, like I do cook and clean. I ain't gonna cap. Like I do be, but I got kids, so it's different. If I didn't have no kids with this man, no, the fuck, no. You need to marry me. Otherwise, why am I doing all this for you? We young. You only get to be young one time. Damn, I hate everything you're saying, but it's the truth. Talk about uh, the milestones and the uh, things that you have accomplished so far that you really um, appreciate for your own self throughout your career. With music? Oh, no, milestones. Just anything. Just anything that stood out to you so far as, as your artistry has continued. I just feel like the my biggest, one of my biggest accomplishments is uh, gaining a fan base. Like, that's really the biggest milestone I think I've reached because it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to have a fan base. Like, I've watched some talented-ass rappers just been rapping for a while, and they don't have no fan base. So I just really feel like that's the biggest milestone. Everything else, I'm still working. Like, I feel like I got so much shit to do. Mm -hmm. Talk about your favorite collaborations so far in the booth. Well, definitely My Baby Daddy. Um, I really like doing the feature with Jug Hart, and that's a really good song. Um, I think we work well together. Who else I done did some fucking music with? I actually like and appreciate all my collabs. Like, even with the Louis Ray feature I just did, the nigga treated my feature like it was his song. So it's just dope. Like, people of that statue will still fuck with you like you up there with them and type shit. So I really just like it. I know I just did a couple female... Um, well, I did a female collab, my first female collab with Vay Vanilla. So 
I really like that song, the fact that she was even willing to do it because she, she went first, and that meant a lot to me because bitches I done sent songs out to never did it, and I'm thinking, like, because I tried to do it with a nigga, and he told me, like, hell no, uh, you got to go first because you be going too hard. And she went first just shows me, like, you not a weak bitch. Like, you not a fucking intimidated ass bitch. Like, the bitch went first and sent me the song. So I was like, yeah, I fuck with that. Okay, for sure. <laughs> um, obviously, the fat, you said you have your own fashion line. No, I just came out with it. But really, the hairs was popping. But um, this jacket is from my um, Dollar's Pink Connection. And then this is my bundle's Dollar's Pink Extension. So... I'm trying to get into every bag I can get into. And, and so, does that leading from your fan base is that good to? Uh, does it help the business a lot, or was, did you originally already have things going on? With yeah, it? I already had this before I started rapping, so it adds to it. But honestly, it's still the same. I gotta push it more. Like, you know, it's always been steady for the hair, and this is just new. This sold out. Uh, the clothes when I launched, it sold out like the first day almost, like of everything. So. Damn. It's pretty dope. Damn. Uh, did you guys restock? Are you guys supplying again? <sighs> this is part of the restock, but I'm not going to lie. I'm so lazy because it's like now I've been really focusing on music yeah, and it's really have all my attention. So it's just really hard to focus on all these things at once. Like I, I have someone um, selling the hair for me and everything like that. But the clothes I do by myself which is just like a headache for me. So I really just put all my focus into the music. And then when I pop, I'll be able to have all these employees and they can do this shit for me. You must get it. up at like five o'clock in the morning or something. No, and, I'm okay. fucking fat. Like I used to get up <laughs> early, but I will sometimes sleep in until like 11 a.m. How do you get everything done with having kids and having to, you know, take care of everything all throughout the day? Me and Javar is a team. Okay, good. We got like days we alternate. Like one day is his day to go outside and work or do whatever he got to do, any errands, the next day is mine. So we go back and forth. But I tend to sleep in on both of our days. He don't like it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, obviously, managing everything that you're managing. Uh, talk about one of the most successful managers uh, in businesses that's helping right now, the wealthy brand. We got Paul Jesus here. Yeah, we just that. actually started um, locking in. So I'm excited to see how they go. But um, I really, like I always do, I definitely got to give a major, major shout out to the Hip Hop Lab. Like, the nigga, when I first met him, told me, like, you talented, like, you hard, like, keep going. And I also want to, um, like, the blogs, like, Detroit Rap News, V-Live Keys, like, they just be fucking with me. The Detroit uh, Discussion, Forum Magazine, these are uh, CM Culture. Like, these are small blogs, but they all coming up, and they rocking with me, so I rock with you them. You got to say V-Live's name three times, because he gets mad anytime he thinks somebody skipped us. So, V-Live, she, she said your I name. I definitely bro. said your she, name, boy. She said it, bro, and I'm going to make sure. I said it, right, please. I, I'm going to repost it so you don't think yeah, that we skipped out on I said it, and, I, and if I left anybody out, I'm sorry, but those are the ones that I always see my face just on their page, and I I really fuck with that because when I go to the top, I'm going to be having the same energy for these people who fucking with me now. The people who run these platforms know good music and they know who's going to pop off. You know what I'm I saying? I hope they right. Oh, no, they know. Because the, the only people who don't pop, uh, pop off are the people who fucked it up themselves. Yeah. It wasn't because the music wasn't good enough. It was just because they, they fumbled their own bag right. or whatever the fuck. Uh, but obviously, new man. so this is like new management working with a wealthy brand and working well, with Well, we both. working on stuff right okay, now. So cool. I haven't even announced anything. Or okay, we can't talk about this? We gotta well, cut. we can. Like, you know, we, we working on it. We trying to see how things go. He's taking interest in me as an artist, and I fuck with that. I fuck with anybody who fuck with me or believe in me. Like... He told me, like, you know, you a star like that type shit. So it's kind of like I fuck with that. Because yeah. a, a while back, niggas ain't nobody thought I was going to be a star or even on this level that I'm at now. So anybody that take interest in me, I'm just trying to see what they talking about. See if it makes sense. Who the fuck? Girl.
Okay. I'll um, wait. talk about uh, the reason I. <laughs> you're good. If you have to pick it up, you're cool. No, I don't. Um, yeah, the reason I brought up how much you have to manage throughout the day is because I was wondering how do you take the ease off? How do you take all the stress off? What do you do outside of the music and what outside of taking care of your kids? <laughs> I honestly, right now, I've been grinding, so I turn up sometimes, but. It's only it's very rare. Like you gotta pay to get me outside for real. So I don't just go to the I don't go to the clubs for free. Like you would never catch me unless it's somebody's birthday. And I really strongly urge them not to do it. I'd be like, bro, they didn't book me. I don't want to go. They'd be like, it's not about that. But I'm like, like I gotta stand in line with y'all. Like we gotta stand in line. Like damn. No. <laughs> Talk about uh, your first approach with a fan and per- you know people recognize you in public. Obviously, talk about that. Oh experience. my god. Well, the one that stands out the most. So. Until the pandemic came, because I'm a hustler. I was, yes, selling hair and everything and going to school and all that, but I was still working at 9 to 5 as a waitress. Some fucking fans came to my job. I was working at Bahama Breeze. Well, actually, I, I hop. I had an encounter first, but the Bahama Breeze one stood out to me. It was a girl's birthday. She was like, you look like somebody that rap. And I was turning my head like, no, I don't rap. And she was like looking at me, and she came around and like, did that and she was like yes you do my hair wasn't done I was having a bad day it was in like a little ass ponytail like the size of a chicken nugget type shit and for real and she she was with all her it was her birthday this bitch then called all her friends Call, they all came over there like, can we take a picture? I had my apron on and everything. I was just so mad. I'm like, oh, my God. I went on Instagram. They tagged me, and I removed the tag so fast. I was so mad. That is it's fucking so embarrassing. But at the same time, it's, like, humbling, right? Cause it's it's like, so fucking embarrassing. I, damn, I don't know. That's, I was getting, like, those type of encounters a lot, and I wasn't even where I'm at now. So just imagine if I was working now. But back then, it was just so embarrassing for me. I dreaded that shit. Yeah, like the only other person I can think of was like Pac-Man when he was like delivering mail, and they were like filming him while he was... I don't know if you know he that. He was proud of that shit, though. I was a fucking no, waitress. He, he was covering his face. He's like, don't fucking film. There was a video... Oh. Of, yeah, there's a video of him covering <laughs> his face with a package. Like, don't film Because it's fucking embarrassing. And then I remember one time, I'm not going to say who, but a fucking rapper came to my job and tried to be funny and called me to the table and was like... Can we get some water over here? And I'm and I tried to kill that bitch in front of everybody. I swear to God, I was so mad. Like, who's you playing with? Like, that was just so embarrassing for me. So I was just like, dog. But you know, like that you are reaching people at that point. Like when people in public recognize you, that's when you know, like, okay, something's fucking going on here. You know. Oh yeah. Um. So far, uh, talk about future projects you have coming up. Um, leading from what you have accomplished this year and stuff like that. But also talk about what you want the whole picture to be at the end of the day? Well, I got a couple things that I'm working on right now, but like I just said, like at the end of the day, I just want to get there. Like I don't want to keep having to prove I'm that bitch with this shit. Like yeah, they noticed, like I just feel like I'm going to keep working this. Like y'all going to see, like I'm not even going to keep saying it because I've never been so sure in my life, like, or so motivated to get there. I just want to be, stamped like everybody else is in the city and i'm in it past the city honestly i'm trying to get up there with fucking meg and them like for real so i just feel like the picture of me holding a grammy is when i feel like i'm gonna be content and even then you still got so much more work to do so um i saw that Nicki minaj is like a huge influence for you or somebody just yes. you, you appreciate a lot uh talk about seeing her from the beginning until where she's at right now she came out being that bitch like Appearance-wise, okay, she glowed up. But bars, she came out snapping. Like, she came out doing it. And I feel like that's why I respect her so much because she didn't change not one bit since she came out. Mm -hmm. She was on the same type of time her whole run and still really got to run for real. 
And then I don't like how people be trying to play it like she's not that. I don't know her personality, but I guess that's a factor. That's what, you know, people be saying. But I personally love Nicki Minaj, so. Yeah. I saw one video of her uh, auditioning for a movie or something like that, and she like literally hit somebody with like a phone book or something like that. Oh, that was real. Yeah, that was real. But that that's what shows you how like serious and zoned in she is in something when she works in it. You can hear it in her music and stuff like that. Yeah. Even all the features she does, even if she's getting, she really fucking kills it. But, um, what style or what per uh per um, how how do you say this? What do you really want? people to perceive you as though because you don't want people to get the wrong message uh as far as female artists because it's so hard to get the wrong message from a female artist but what how do you want people like what to do you mean like uh for, you for example like who got the wrong like what type of wrong message do you mean wrong no i'm not saying that people do have the wrong message no 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 i'm, I'm saying like uh, in general speaking i like, just do too much i like twist my neck no 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 well, i'm not talking about you oh okay. i'm talking about what do you want people to perceive from you as a whole with your artistry uh, like my i don't know because I rap about, like, a lot of shit that's controversial. So I really don't give a fuck. Like, honestly, like, I just want them to know that I'm not rap capping. I'm, it's not a nigga behind me writing and shit, and I'm talking about whatever he's saying. This is really me. So I just want them to fuck with who I am and like me for me because that's what my music is. It's really me. So perceive me as a real-ass bitch. Yeah. So people have, have people ever accused you of, like, somebody's writing for you or some shit like that? Yeah, actually, I think it's flattering, but some people didn't comment it. Like, I didn't did a song called Thanos with Jabbar and them. I seen one comment, like, Jabbar wrote that, and it's flattering because that nigga don't pass me no bars. <laughs> like, I write my own music. Yeah. Uh, so you like you're okay with that. Like, I'd be pissed off. I mean, I'm sitting there. No, because like, I think people know I write my music. Like, now, when other people say I don't write my music, I see fans like, no, she wrote that shit. Like, I think it's um my Facebook fans knowing me when I was in that closet, there was no Javar back then. So they know how I started. I I've been had bars since my first song that I very my very first song I came out with. So it's crazy because there are I mean, I'm I'm so zoned in on the upcoming artists from Detroit, like mm -hmm. super, super zoned in. And the female artists, they do have the hardest task. Uh, because majority of guys listening are already gonna zone out right away. Like, I'm gonna go listen to a trap, like a real trap rapper, or wherever the hell our minds go whenever we listen to shit. Uh, what do you think? You you started off in a closet, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, just recording inside of a closet, and then you progressed to major studios and stuff like that. Right. And, and you're working it as big as you can. Talk to these girls that are in that situation and tell them what the best blueprint is to get to at your where the level that you're at right now. I just feel like. Honestly, use your platforms. Like, even if you have a small platform, it's not going to always be that way if you're working. Because I'm not going to lie, like, my Instagram, I thought that bitch was rocking. Looking back, I have, like, a bunch of archived items. I'm looking like, damn, I thought this shit was slapping back then. This would be some shit with, like, fucking 400 likes. And I'd be like, damn, I thought that shit was going crazy back then. Like, I thought I was that girl. Like, I just feel like people be too stuck on likes and shit like that. Like, just work. Just work. Even if you wrap it out of your closet, people make it from shit like that these days. Like, people can do that shit the whole... That could be their whole image is the closet rapper. Like, that could be a whole lane that they got for themselves. So, I just feel like they just need to do whatever sticks for real. Mm -hmm. uh, the competitive nature, obviously, you're looking at it as something that... You don't want to. You don't. You're not gonna beef with people, obviously. Uh, or, or is that like an opportunity for you? If you I, had to? honestly, I'm not a clout chaser. I think okay. dissing is weak as hell. Honestly, like you would never. Even if I had to diss a bitch, I probably wouldn't even put the word diss on it. You feel me? I just don't like it. I don't respect it, and I just don't think that it's. You know, what I'm saying like I don't think it's the way to go. 
get your fans the right way. Yeah. All right. My boy in the back, man, can you talk about what you saw in her? Uh, just give us some insight uh, of what you saw in her, just like with Doug Harden. Like, you obviously have the eye for talent. Uh, some people just be needing some direction. I feel like if she get the right direction, connect with the right people, it's going to be on. And I feel like I know so many people. I feel like I, my contact list, I don't think nobody in the city contact list fuck with mine. And I don't be wanting to use it on no bullshit. Feel me? Yeah. He don't think no bitch fuck with me. No, I'm just <laughs> I just threw that out there. <laughs> See, I, I was already like a fan like before we even interacted or whatever. So I just heard some shit. I'm like, damn. Then I heard some more shit. I'm like, damn. Then I heard the song she sent Jug. And Jug kind of cut up on that bitch. I'm like, damn, man, I got some <laughs> shit going. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm I'm a real Detroit nigga. And I just want to see everybody from the D win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a, just a more exposure. You're just helping her put some pieces together because she has everything else going together. Yeah, she has everything. You're just putting the pieces to get, helping put the pieces together. Unbiased business mind. Some people keep around. And that's definitely going to alleviate, obviously, some of the pressure you have having to do all this. Do you feel like you're doing this kind of all alone, even though you do have Javar with you? But do you ever. Well, right now, I do. He's my biggest support system. Yeah. Support system. Other than that, like, I'm doing everything. So I do ask for help a lot, but it's some shit. Like, now he's really teaching me, like, you got to learn how to do this shit. Like, you got to learn. You have to do this shit. You got to build your own connections. You got to you gotta do this shit. Like, so it is very stressful. Like, the fact that he's not the first person that took interest in me. However, I like the way he go hard for his artists. He's one of the people that I would have like to have on my team. Like, it's a couple people I didn't thought of and a couple people I still consider, you know, in my head, but... He really go hard for his people that he believe in, and I fuck with that type of shit. Yeah, no, uh, when because I mean, even picking out Jug Harden, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you have to have the eye for this shit. And honestly, man, you sign me one day, my boy, I'll take that opportunity because I just <laughs> know you have the eye and you you keep your ears to the streets. So uh, that's a, that says a lot. I just grew up off Detroit music, and I it's a I feel like Detroit music is like a feeling. Like if a nigga don't give me that feeling, I just be like, yeah. Like I, I come across so much shit. I get everything and listen. Yeah. I got somebody else too. I'm about to, I'm about to bring out. He a bad motherfucker. Well, I'm glad he said he. I said, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Another female competitor. Hold on, no, not it's not even that. Just like wait, focus, focus. Um. Oh yeah, can you switch those out? Do you guys have time? I got time. You got time? Like that. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to shit. Uh, back on air. We're good. Okay. Everything cool. Okay, cool. Um, talk about your influences again real quick, but talk about how deeply they inspired you. Are more of your influences male rappers or female rappers? All of them. I ain't gonna lie. Like, as far as the male rappers, I'm just so Detroit. I look to art rappers. I love Detroit artists. Um, but the females, I be looking to, you know, the top dogs because that's where I want to be. But I just know, like, a lot of people be biting our shit, so we really turn. So I like to look at everybody here, but I just know, like, the females, I think, personally, I got a better chance of doing a song with Nicki Minaj than a lot of these females here, and that's sad. So I look to those people because that's who I want to work with, and I feel like when I get there, it's going to be popping. So Everybody's talking about Detroit 
having their style but in, uh, I ain't gonna lie for sure it's artists that even with the females it's like we have a sound a look even with the beats you hear Ruel or Helleva on a lot of these beats from a lot of artists that's not from here congrats to them but I'm just saying it just shows how tuned in and tapped in these people be with our sound like they like our beats they like our look they like the buffs they like the ice and the, you feel me like they like that type of shit they like how we talk they like how we rap and I feel like they do be buying our shit. <laughs> uh, what ethnicity are you? Um, Puerto Rican and black. Okay, I had a feeling it was a mix there. Uh, the, do you switch it up language-wise throughout your music? No. You never thought about tapping into... First of all, I'm not fluent in okay. Spanish. Like, I know a little bit, but not for real. Like, And I took a whole Spanish class and everything, but no. Yeah. Singing is something you dropped off. You said that singing was a yeah, thing you could I do. Yeah, I played around in the studio one time, and niggas was like, that actually sound good. And I'm like, nah. But I think I'm going to give it a try. You just need the right engineer. Make yeah, it I would bring good. it back because that versatility obviously helps a And lot. I am versatile. And it's crazy because even without singing, I am versatile without singing. Now, I don't know if you paid attention to any of my songs, but I can go sexy to like angry and hostile and quick, but it still fits me. It's not like I'm sounding stupid as hell. Like, damn, why did you even do that? Yeah. Um. If you, do you take everything, Um. are you like a student of the game of hip hop? Do you take everything in that you see from mainstream artists? Or do you feel like you're just, you were naturally trying to express yourself in the booth? Do you have to pay attention to music? Uh, do you have to pay attention no, to study? No, I uh, go off my like real life experiences, but I do watch and I observe a lot of things just to take note in my head, but it's for a different reason. It's not for, like, lyrics or inspiration or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are just going off of the riff without paying attention to the old schoolers who did any of that stuff. Do you pay attention to Do you pay attention to that era, the 90s era? Do you pay attention to the early 2000s? I don't really know which year it was, but the old heads, I fuck with them. Like, I do pay attention and I listen to, like, a lot of the people that was way before the people that I fuck with. I do listen to that type of shit, like... I don't really know when J. Cole came out, but that nigga's so sweet. Like, I be listening to his shit every day, every day. Like, his bars is crazy. And that, you know what? Actually, I do listen to, like, certain music and be thinking about, like, bars. Like, I don't bite they bars, but I like when I hear rappers that use them because that's one of the rappers that I am. I use metaphors and shit like that. So I do pay attention, like, uh, um, to those type of artists more than like the artists that's just rapping about normal shit. So, if the world uh, was about to explode and they could only take one of your songs to Mars, which song would you let them take off with? Good Girl Gone Bad. That's my biggest song and it's my top song. No matter how many features I did with all these popping ass niggas, Good Girl Gone Bad is still at the top. So, clearly, it had an impact on a lot of people. Uh, where did the song stem from internally and talk about the process throughout making that song? Good Girl Gone Bad is a heartbreak song and it was about, uh, it's like like the hook I was like, I put the pussy on the lame, I want it all back. That's how I was feeling. So I actually um, wrote that song while I was driving and like I went to the studio and just did it. So it stemmed from heartbreak. Damn. And uh, the fans reciprocations, obviously great. People message you and tell you, like, yo, that song helped me throughout my my time. Oh, like, literally, I had a homegirl. Had, anyway. I had a homegirl. <laughs> she worked at somewhere, and she called me like, bro, somebody want to talk to you. And a fan got on the phone. Like, I love your music. It really helped me get through. Da -da 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 -da. And I just be thinking, like, damn, so they really fuck with me for real. Like, I ain't making music that you could 
throw ass too. I'm making music that can help you get out of shit. Like that's just really crazy to me that people really. And sometimes when I'm feeling down, I can listen to my own music and certain songs help me. So I know it can help other people. And that's just crazy. Like I can do that shit. What roadblocks have you faced so far coming up in the industry? Uh, has there been anything that you've seen or experienced that you're just like, damn, this is never going to end? Like, this is repetitive? Or- I'm sexy. I'm too sexy. So, no. <laughs> but I just feel like these niggas want this ass. Like, I just feel like when they tap in and they be like, I got a song for you. I want to do a song for you. That's how Javar got me. He didn't got the getter. Like, I just feel like y'all can't run that shit on me. I didn't been through that already. But honestly, he a good dude. Like, luckily... It was him that got me like that. But I just feel like when they tap in and they like, or like these niggas try to manage me, all kind of shit. Like, I just be thinking like, you just want this ass. That's why with him, this nigga been so professional. Ain't never said no weird comments, not even a hard eye or anything like that. I fuck with people like that because it's like you really see potential in me. You really trying to get money with me. You really trying to elevate and really take this shit somewhere. Like, I respect shit like that. Yeah, because you think about all the lost opportunity there is for any male producer or anybody. Uh, I met a nigga in Miami. He popping, like popping, popping. That nigga cut it to me crazy as fuck in my DM. And I knew you wanted to fuck, because I was down there with my homegirls on vacation. So I told the nigga when he was on FaceTime with somebody else, like, all right, I ain't doing business right now. I'm out here on vacation. He was cutting it to me in my DM so crazy. And then sent the heart eyes on one of my posts. And I was just like, mm. I know what you want. No, I'm straight. So you can read it right away now that this is intention is not just about. Yeah, and I know I'll be blocking my, like, I swear to God, if if I was a bitch to fuck for fame, I would be famous right now. Like, bitches favorites. Like, I swear to God, I leave a bitch favorite nigga on red, like, for real. And it's like, I could have been famous. I really could have. And I'm not going to say too much about it, but I could have been famous by now. Yeah, you can bang your way to the top or whatever. Could have. Yeah. That's what they're saying the whole me too movement is about basically is like we y'all are giving us the opportunity but we have to exchange it for nah. something but uh you're not a part of that obviously. i'm not trying to like that's not what i'm on and what I would you need- say to these motherfuckers that are doing that shit bitch get your get your coin ho like that's what you gotta do then I no, got no, no 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 i'm talking about the like, dudes oh who- the niggas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say the girls bitch go ahead finesse that nigga <laughs> uh, okay but no with the dudes i don't know i just think i, I don't think guys can help themselves because I like females. So I do be running games sometimes and I understand it now. I understand what these niggas like. They not intentionally just trying to use you, but they know that's what's going to get your attention. They trying to be strategic and you can't really be mad at a nigga for that. Like you can't be mad about it. Like you fine, bitch. Don't be fine. Be ugly. Be busted. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of female artists come on the show and they always talk about like they hate that. They hate that they're trying to go work and then all of a sudden they realize they get there and all of a sudden it's not You're just not work. You're not used to being a bad bitch. Mm. Like a bad bitch knows this. They know that's what's going to come with it. Like I'm very flattered, but no, this is not what type of time I'm on. And I feel like that's why so many niggas respect me. It's niggas that been around me for years, rappers and shit like that, and just be like, damn, bitch, you was not going. Like, I know I sound and look like an easy lick, but it's not that. And I feel like that's why niggas respect me. Mm. So I like it. I fucking love that answer. I'm not going to lie to you. Because a lot of female artists using it as a roadblock and a hindrance. Like, you're looking at it like you should expect that. Because, you should expect that. Yeah. If you that girl and been that girl, like, you you got to be built for this type of shit. Like, we a female. That's what's going to come with it. With, so Yeah, with everything. that Any type of Anything. Yeah. Like, you could be working at fucking Subway. Like, the boss probably gonna hit on you. You feel me? Like, that's what comes with it. You mad that you attractive? Girl, embrace it. Use it to your advantage. Pussy really do run the world. Like, whether niggas try to say they don't trick or not, 
all these niggas tricking. Whether it's out of studio time or anything, a bitch can be finessing a nigga just as much as he want to fuck. You can leave a nigga on a whole chase and he don't get shit. Like, they don't know how to play their cards. Yeah. Should write a book or something. Damn, you book. should write a book. That was the best answer I've ever heard about that whole situation. Listen, like that means you gotta have me come back. I don't know why you ain't tap in sooner. But we talk about that off, off camera. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely be working. Uh, I really appreciate you being on. This was like a lot of great insight. Um, if you can bundle up your personality, your artistry, the music you've already created, and what's to come, how would you put it into a book? What would you tell people on the first page? <sighs> On the first page, if I wrote a book, yeah. I would teach a bitch how to catch a nigga. But that's very toxic. It is very toxic. <laughs> I would just teach bitches how to be that bitch. I would teach game to bitches. Even with the song with Jug Harden, I taught a bitch a whole sex education lesson within a couple of seconds. You feel me? And it's really crazy because... I really did teach somebody a lesson in person and they nigga tapped in like, I don't know what you showed her, but thank you, like type shit. It's my sister. Okay. But I, like just on, just playing like on some shit, but I really showed her something. And I, that's what made me do that part on that song. They like, you should write a book. And my fans was tapping in. They had like 400 shares on my story. They, when I posted the screenshot of the messages and that's was like, it's not a book, but it's going to show y'all some game. Like I just feel like I would spit game to bitches. I just wouldn't want the niggas to have access to the book, so. Yeah, and for the uh, for the people who uh, love the sex life, talk to them about what you perform more female, like spending time with a female or a male. I'm a nigga, like I mean, I like bitches. I love a pretty ass bitch. Like I like a best friend type of vibe that me and my nigga, you know, like that or whatever. But I just like like a nigga. Like I used to be stupid at first. I used to just only like females. That was stupid. Yeah. What's the what part do you prefer? Like obviously you prefer females. What do they offer that a male doesn't offer? Females, mm -hmm. fucking gorgeous. Like <laughs> niggas can't be that. You ain't <laughs> y'all like y'all not. They not fucking gorgeous like that. I just like having like it's just the thriller. I'm weird. I think fucking with females now today where I'm at is more so. I just be on some other shit with it. Like, I like to see it in person. Like, a porno in front of me. Like, even if I don't do shit, I'm just on that type of time. Like, but that's just the type of bitch I am for my niggas, though. It is just, it is what it is. People hate that type of response. Like, they be like, you a pick-me-ass bitch. No, bitch, you're a loser. <laughs> I'm bisexual. It's not pick-me. It's not about being a pick-me. It's just the type, I like that shit. I like to see that type of shit. So, but not like, not with just no, I can't bump coochies with no bitch all night. Like, no. Like, we missing something. Right on, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it was it was funny and fun and insightful, like I said, to have you on. This shit is fucking uh, Period. entertaining as hell. Uh, thank you so much. Tell everybody how they can find you on social media and all the platforms. So, uh, which camera? This one or that Yeah, one? main guy right there. This one right here? Yep, yep. <laughs> all right. So, you can find me on every platform, same name, Pretty Brea, period. Don't get scammed by the scammies. And follow me, tap in, message me if you see this shit, and stream my music. That's everywhere. Like, what is y'all waiting on? Don't wait. Go stream her goddamn music. What is okay, wrong? Okay, like with you? what y'all waiting on? Like yeah, I'm mad uh, about that. Van Detroito directing this whole production for us. We're shooting at Parallel Sound Studio. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Route. Period. I loved it.